Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing, but the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now again, I want you to notice that this is a concrete example of what happened in those other places. Hear and be healed. She got healed because she heard. Did you notice that? I said, did you notice that? When she had heard. Well, I'm sure a lot of other folks heard too, but they, they let it get by. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message. Notice what it said here. So he taught. That's the first thing that he did. He taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up far to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, so that is Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down, and the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bear him witness. And wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto them, Ye will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, that's Elijah, when the heaven was shut up, three years and six months, when great famine was throughout the land, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them were cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath, and rose up and thrust him out of the city, 
and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built that they might cast him down headlong. I've stood right there on that very place. If they'd have thrown him off of there, they'd have killed him. But he passing through the midst of them went his way and came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught and taught and taught them on the Sabbath days. Now, turn back just briefly to Mark, the sixth chapter, Mark's gospel. Mark's gospel, the gospel according to St. Mark. The sixth chapter. And notice something here that you've seen before, all right. But here's Mark's account of Jesus' ministry in his hometown of Nazareth. The fifth verse. And he, Jesus, could do no mighty work. Now read the previous verses, you see. And it tells about, you know, they said, Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and so on? We get down to the fifth verse. And he, Jesus, could. There do no mighty work. Now notice that he didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. Save, or we would say, however, he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them a few. And... Uh, the few that did get healed didn't have much wrong with them. W. Vides Expository Dictionary New Testament words said he laid his hands on a few folks with minor ailments. Now notice the next verse. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Marveled because of their unbelief. Now notice the rest of this verse. And he went round about the villages teaching. Teaching. If he's going to help their unbelief, he's going to have to teach them. They're going to have to hear. Now you're right there in the fifth, the sixth chapter of Mark. Just look at the fifth chapter of Mark. Now this will be our last reading. Then we'll try to tie it together for you. We read over there about this multitude that came for to hear and to be healed. And as many as touched his clothes were healed because there went virtue or power out of him and healed him. We see a similar incident here relative to one individual. There was, and a certain woman, verse 25, a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had there was nothing better but rather grew worse when she had heard. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but, my but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest a multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? 
And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now again, I want you to notice that this is a concrete example of what happened those other places. Hear and be healed. She got healed because she heard. Did you notice that? I said, did you notice that? When she had heard. Well, I'm sure a lot of other folks heard too, but they, they let it get mild. Are you listening to me now? Now, here's something the Lord wanted. I wanted to lay a, a foundation of God's word there for you, you see, so you can see that it's the word. I made reference to this. I, I do it all the time. There are various ways to minister. And different people God uses in different ways. And so they will emphasize the particular way that God uses them because that's the way he worked with them. Remember talking about things pertaining to and of the Holy Ghost, which includes gifts of the Spirit and otherwise. Over in 1 Corinthians 12, it said, there are diversities of operations. Diversities of operations. And so, as I said, God works differently with different people, and so they'll emphasize whichever way God works with them. I made mention of this fact at camp meeting that, uh, speaking of this diversities of operations... Minister friend of mine, mighty miracles happened under him. He always anointed people with oil. I mean, even evangelistic meetings. I never saw him pray for anybody any other way except anoint him with oil. You see, he was dying. Medical science gave up on him. Just as a young fellow, young man, young single man. Dying. Doctors can't do anything. He's on his deathbed. It'll be a few days, the doctor said to his parents, and he'll be gone. Nothing medical science can do. He has to die. But meditating on the scriptures, and someone, a man of God, came in and anointed him with oil, according to James 5, 14, jumped right off of a deathbed, ran downstairs and shouted, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, and he was. Well, bless God, he knows anointing with oil works. He's raised up from a deathbed by the hands laid on him, you see. So in all of his meetings, and oh, what meetings that fellow had. He'd have somebody to stand there with a little bowl, small bowl holding some oil in his hand. He'd put his finger in that oil and put it on people, and people were healed. Amen. Amen. Knowledgeable people. I saw him in the last days of his ministry. But friends of mine... That, in fact, one, one particular minister of the gospel, Assemblies of God minister, ordained of the Assemblies of God, uh, actually came in under his ministry. They were healed. And in the revival, great tent meeting that they were in, they said the platform was just absolutely filled with crutches and braces and wheelchairs. People, well, he anointed everybody. He knows that works. I mean, that's the only way he, that's all he emphasizes. He don't talk about being healed any other way. Because, see, he knows that works. That's the way God works with him. Now, here's another fellow, friend of mine. Knew him personally, know him personally. Well, I knew both of these fellows. Talked to him, visited with him, fellowship with him. And he was dying. I mean, the doctors give him up. In fact, when he was healed, a doctor said he ought to have been dead several days ago. That's what the doctor said about him. Just a young fellow, like this man was. And so they took him out, uh, put him in a car. 
See, they, they didn't know a whole lot about healing. But, you know, people get desperate. They'll search anywhere. And there's a fellow holding down in our part of the country a brush arbor meeting. Anybody know what a brush arbor meeting is? Well, you know, rather than just be out in the open, you know what an open air meeting is. Well, you see, they'd put some posts in the ground and run some wire from these posts and cut down trees and put the branches up on this wire, you see. Sort of shield them a little bit if they're out in the sun or weather, you know. It's a brush arbor. Few folks are under it, more people standing around the thing than's under it, you see. So they drove up as close as they could. They got this young man in the back seat of the car because he's bed fast. He's dying. Now this, this, this minister in that brush arbor out in the country, he lays hands on people. He read these, these signs of following him, believe they'll lay hands on the sick. He come out there to the car because they're not able to get the man in. He come out to the car after the meeting, laid hands on the fella, and he is instantly healed. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book, Seven Hindrances to Healing Mini Book, The Executing the Basics of Healing Book, all three by Ken Hagen, plus Keys to Scriptural Healing Slimline Book and the book God's Word on Divine Healing and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagen, all for the incredible bargain price of $19.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Crusades this month, August 25th through the 28th at Trinity Assembly. Yeah. And that is in All Good, Tennessee. Yeah, y'all so. come on out. Everybody over in that Tennessee area, come on out and be with us. That's it's going right. to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, God's Medicine. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.